Come on, you yellows. Flying high below this Wembley archway sky today. Welcome to the original, the Talker United Yellow Army podcast brought to you each week by Guy Henderson and Richard Hughes of the Herald Express and Devon Live. We'll talk you through the latest news from Plainmore. We'll chat to the people making the news around the club. You can find us in the Talker United channel on the Devon Live website, on Spotify and on iTunes. Guy, can you, can you do this one like you're reading the X-Radio News? I can do that. Uh, it's 11 o'clock. I'm Guy Henderson. We're sitting in the room with a Santa suit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I do have to do that yeah. occasionally. Your it's, new job, um, your new good, role. It's good fun. It's Part of your new role. Part of my new role yeah. is, um, is reading the news on Radio X. Radio X, X-Radio. E-X-E. Yeah. E-X-E. Radio E-X-E. That's more American. Yeah. Do, do, do E-X-E in American? Radio E-X-E. There we go. Exeter. <laughs> we, we digress. And there's a Santa suit on the back of your chair. Right? There is. Um, I, you said you'd, you'd gone for a Santa run in it. I'm just hoping it's dried out yes. by now. <laughs> it's, um, I should explain, it's a legacy of the Brixham Santa run, which happened a couple of weeks ago. You were ago. one of 300 odd Santas. Fantastic. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something else then. <laughs> no, it was absolutely fantastic. Great. Um, yeah. I saw some pictures. And the money raised went to Shulston Pool, which is Good an stuff. important cause in Brixham. Yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of fun. If you're not feeling Christmassy before that, you are definitely feeling Christmassy. Yeah, after. exactly. Yeah. Uh, and we're feeling pretty Christmassy after Torquay's win at Froome. Yeah. Froome? 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 Froome, isn't it? I don't know. I think it's Froome. Okay. I'm going Froome. You can okay. go Froome and then we'll keep everybody happy. Yeah. Let's call the whole thing off. <laughs> Uh, and we've just been up to <coughs> Johnson's press conference, yep. which was a very good-natured affair. I dragged week. my sorry, cold, burdened You've ass been unwell, up there. haven't yeah, you? Yeah, I have been unwell. I wrote about it in the paper this week. I started to write too much about myself, and I'm getting a big head. So I'm <laughs> going to start writing about other people uh, next week. Uh, yeah, I've, I've had a horrible cold. But actually, uh, I think it's been doing the rounds. I keep on hearing it's people saying people about this cold. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just I sitting did do the, the old COVID you. test. Yeah, so, no, I'm um, sorry. Yeah. I think by now I'm all right. Okay. Yeah. We'll let you know. Next I week. did say to Gary when I spoke to him on Tuesday morning that I wouldn't come to the press conference, and I saw his eyes light up when <laughs> I uh, when I walked in <laughs> to say, "You stay clear of stay, me." Keep clear. You kept well clear of yeah, everybody. In yeah. fact, at the press conference, uh, there was a lot to talk about. Obviously, the um, the chat has been dominated by the young lads who played absolutely at, at, the at young from. ones. Um, oh. We'll talk about that as well. And there's, isn't there's it? A, isn't it? <laughs> there's a possibly yeah, marvelous, marvelous. There's a possibility <clears throat> in the dim and distant future of something that I think is absolutely unique happening, and it involves Talker United. Okay. And I'll tell you all about it. All right. But first, we'll go over to the uh, press conference, and we'll be back on the other side of Gary Johnson. So Gaffa, a good solid victory last Saturday against Frontale in the trophy and proof once again that a youth system is so important to not only Torquay United but to, to all other clubs as the, the players that came in done the job for you last week. Yeah, it's, it's important to, to have a pathway from the, uh, from the kids, right, as, you know, as young as they are when they're here, eight, nine, um, all the way through to the first team, for the one or two that might make it at the end of that and uh, obviously all the others have had fun doing it, gained experience of uh, uh, belonging to a professional football club um, and that's what happens, I mean I was really pleased for the boys because I know what it's like when you 
have your debut for a first team and um, uh, and they all conducted themselves very very well and certainly the you know the three that played affected the game in some way of, of course played a part in the win um, two lads on the bench didn't quite make it but they made it into the squad on that particular occasion um, so it's always nice when you can bring the pros and the, and the kids together um, because it's a great great experience for them especially when you win the game didn't pick up any injuries of note last week, which was a, a bonus. We obviously have picked up recently in other games. Have we got an injury update? Yeah, we, we got a few. I know, people, you, know, you must get the umpteen boys here because you ask me the questions. I always say it's a Thursday. We'll have to have these conversations on a Saturday morning when we definitely know it. Uh, leaving people to the last minute. So we have still got people that we, we have to leave to the last minute. Um, ones that we, we definitely know are available, of course, uh, are like Ethan Archer, who was cut tied last week, so he's fit. Um, we've got a couple of other lads that are, are just going through their final uh, paces this morning before they, they join us for the session. So we've just got to make sure they tick a few boxes and the uh, physios tell us that they're ready for, for, for training as normal and then in which case they're available for selection. We've got the, the heavy period coming up now, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, uh, lots of games to come. How important is it for the boys to, to stay focused going into this period now? Well, they know that. We mention it every day. To be fair, we're coming into this period now in good form and really you know, once you get a little bit of good form then the confidence comes back in them individually and in uh, as a team um, and then you look forward to the next games the few games so that's really where we want to put them I think well, we won six out of seven I think and we won our last three or four um, so yeah, we're going into this game um, with confidence uh, whoever's selected, so that's uh, that's good. That's where you always want to want your lads to be going into a, an, another important game. Two games coming up now. Tournament next Tuesday, starting this Saturday with with Hemel Hempstead at Playmore. Obviously, our record at Playmore is good, but a team that's already beaten us this season. Yeah, we were disappointed with that game because we were two one up, weren't we? With you know, a minute to go or something, and ended up somehow losing the game, which was a Disappointing, but um, uh, me and Dancy watched them yesterday against Haven, so we've got a, you know, we've, we've had an eye on them for a few days, and uh, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, we can get another result and another result at home. Um, it's not a foregone conclusion. If they'd have won that game yesterday, they would have been ninth, I think, eighth or ninth in the in the league. Um, so again, we'll respect them. And, but, and again, we're going to have to put on a, a good show because uh, there's, there's players in their team that are, can be dangerous. Um, injuries forced your hand a little bit with bringing in the youngsters on Saturday, but can you see a time later in the season when they can play a part again? Uh, you can. Um, again, it depends on the situation and whether there's a place available. Um, because what, what you try and do is pick people on merit 
So, you know, the lads, because as you say, we had a few injured. So you have to get players that you need in the positions that you need. And then you ask you know, Robbie and Bish um, and, and Kevin, of course, who runs the team, who's doing well. Um, and they, they move up because they've done well. And so that's good. So you're, if you're good enough, you're old enough. Is, is the saying, isn't it? And, um, and so they'll be chanting at the bit because they would have enjoyed it, you know. And after the game, I, I uh, brought them together and I said, oh, I was proud of them and I'm sure your parents would be proud of you and all that sort of thing. I choked up a little bit in my own throat, even though I've been in it a million years. Um, but it, 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 they would have got the... Um, the passion for it. They would, they, they would have seen what it's like to win games, to play at a level you've never played at before, and uh, and and survive and come through it well. So I'm sure there, there'll be another opportunity um, at some stage, um, but you can't. You know, it won't be everybody that gets an opportunity. They've got to earn that opportunity. Quite rightly so. The youngsters have got a lot of attention, but. You know, people like Ryan Hanson played and, and, and Bruce Lovett, um, you know, Fia Williams scored two goals and he's, he's a youngster as well, really. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, it, it, it was a good team performance, wasn't it? Against, yeah, against you know, okay, a seven league team, but that's not always well, the easiest they, thing to do. They won't that. see themselves as a seven league team because they're in a position where they're probably one of the favourites to go up from that league. So they're, they're playing like a team that's going to be promoted and get up to the next next level um, and you look back and you think well they played Worthing the week before Worthing put more or less the, their best team out that they could um, and they beat them on on penalties and the facilities although they do a lot of work there and they, and they try hard and they looked after us and we're very grateful um, for you know uh, welcoming us to their stadium, and, and, and really, I really mean that because they did. Um, but the pitch is obviously a, a leveller. Um, the wind was, um, I don't know how many miles per hour, but it was very, very strong. Um, and so that was why, with the wind, they had a good 10 15 minute spell that we, had, that we was able to get through. Um, and we broke their spirit a little bit with the two goals in the first half, up the hill, and against a strong wing. Um, Reese then broke their spirit properly, <laughs> because saving the penalty kept us at 2-0, and uh, otherwise it would have been 2-1, and it would give them a little bit more oxygen and energy. So um, it was a fine performance, because in the end it was a comfortable one. <coughs> You're talking about obviously youngsters and the positions you need them in at the time. Jacob Wellington is obviously Callum had been close to the team and duly got in it after the, after the game against Weymouth. Jacob Wellington, I think, is only 16 still. Yeah. Was he? Was that a case of him being the best of them, or was it you needed a midfield player in his position? Yeah, um, it's, it's a little bit of both. I yeah. mean, you know, if there's a, a player there that's. Um, not quite ready, or we don't think he's ready, because we've seen him quite a lot. 
um, then of course we wouldn't we wouldn't no. pick that person. Uh, that wasn't the case. On this occasion, it was something that because we knew the players and we knew that they wouldn't let us down, we could we could bring them in. Yeah. Um, and I think there's a few lads in in the youth team that we could do that do that with. But it's a we got to remember it is a very big jump between you know a youth team and the comp competition that they're in and the teams they play against and the first team as far as league games are concerned so they just got to keep um, keep going keep patient like Callum you know Callum's been really really patient Downs he's had to do um, a lot of work with him we've done a lot of work with him mentally and physically and uh, it was exactly the right time to give him his uh, 90 minute debut and he came through it very well so everyone will see that you know whether you're 16 or or whatever and, and we think you can handle it whatever the game is then uh, we'll, we'll, we'll bring them in as and when but as I said you've got to, you've got to earn it they got to earn it um, you've got Will Jenkins Davis back which yep. was always something that you'd have your eye on doing yeah um, he was playing pretty well when he got injured um, <laughs> forget how young he is as well as only 19 I think isn't he? Yeah. Um, what level do you think he's come back at and did you recognise the Will Jenkins Davies that I know he's only on came on as a sub but um, well, the one know. that left to the one that's just come back and mm -hmm. do you think he'll take a week or two to really get back up to it again or is he already at, at a good level? Yeah no I think he'll take a, a, a week or two but I think he's he's that type of lad that he'll give you everything he's got um, and, and we know that we couldn't start him in that front game because he'd only had a few uh, That's why you didn't start him in That's why we didn't start him because uh, Plymouth allowed us probably to sit there the right to have had him a week longer but we promised them um, that we would look after him um, and that we could only play him for 30 minutes I was trying to get 35 out of him, but Downsy wouldn't let me. Um, and uh, and he came on and scored with his second touch, I think, first or second touch. So he's a great lad, and he's going to be uh, very important to us. So now he's had that 30 minutes come through it because it's a fitness thing, and if he's got to build up a little bit, he, you know, he might start, he might come on again later. But uh, you know, we now know that a uh, Plymouth, no, did I say it before? No, no Plymouth, good. Um, yeah, that Plymouth are now happy for us to do whatever we need. We need to do, and that's and that's good news for us. Quite a long chat with Gary today. Sniff there. Yeah. No, I'm okay. I'm okay. Good. All right. Um, quite a long chat with Gary today. Uh, lots to talk about. Um, everything's going well. I think it was quite a long chat, but I think I'm probably going to have to edit it a bit earlier because it went off off um, record a couple of times, I noticed. in. Uh, it do, it does yeah, go off yeah. the wall a couple of times yeah, when, yeah, yeah. when Dean Moxie arrives. Dean, when Dean Moxie um, arrives. Yeah, yeah, and goes into the yeah. kitchen there without realising that everybody's recording. Yeah. Um, sometimes I have to gauge it because sometimes, cause Ian always stops the recording for the website at the end of the, of his questions. Yeah. So that's what you see on the website, on the Talking Night website. And you don't hear us then talking no. to him afterwards. So sometimes I think Gary might 
not have realised that we're still on the record. So I have had to on a, a couple of occasions just to just police it a bit. But um, he's, well, he's quite good anyway. We'll have a listen. He's pretty yeah. relaxed. Though. Look, I can contain myself no longer. Oh, the, okay. the, the unique thing, which I, me, I, I, I can't imagine it ever of happening before, ever having happened, happened. before. Uh, the Wellington family. Okay. Jacob Wellington, who played for Talkie, made his debut for Talkie at Froome. We'll come back onto that in a minute. I know where you're going. Aaron Wellington plays yeah. for Brixham. Yeah. Both the FA Vars final and the FA Trophy final yeah. are played on the same afternoon at Wembley yeah. later in the season. And both Torquay and Brixham are still in the competitions. Yeah. So there is a slight possibility that two brothers could be playing for two different teams in two different cup finals at Wembley, at Wembley on, on the, the same, same afternoon. Day. Yeah. And that's never going to have happened before, no, surely. No, that's brilliant. No, that's a good call. So, cool. um, yeah, so keep an eye on that. That'll, yeah. be, that'll be the pub quiz I mean, the pressure's on. The pressure's on for him to be at least on the bench, isn't it, <laughs> yeah. if that happens? <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's true. Or in the squad, yeah. surely. But, yeah. Um, yeah, he was one of the success stories <coughs> from Froome Frome Froom last Froom. weekend. Uh, talking, of course, 1-4-1, in case you've been out of the country for a while. Mm-hmm. Two goals for Theo Williams, which will have done him a power of good. Yeah, which is kind of basically, you know, the line might have been taken off of Theo Williams by yeah, the fact that younger yeah. players than Theo yeah. Williams were involved. Um, yeah, well, I mentioned Archie Harris in the uh, press conference just now. The, the limelight's right off Archie, and I think he's a really good yeah, player. Yeah, he's doing well. Um, but he's passing under the radar a little bit. Yeah, now. yeah. Uh, Ollie Tomlinson got one. Scored his first goal for... Was that his first goal? Um, no, I'm going to have to look that up on my spreadsheet in a minute. Yeah. Um, but it was Torquay's 50th goal of the season. Was it? Well, I, uh, Ollie's. Ollie's was Torquay's 50th okay. goal of the season. Uh, Theo got another one, and then WJD with Jenkins Davis. Don't call him that because it makes me feel. It makes me think of a sort of uh, uh, an Alco pop from nineteen ninety two. I know. Of course, you would have been of that sort of age. Well, you? kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it's WKD. Was it? It was. Yeah. W- it may still. They may still make it. Yeah. Do they still make hooch and things like that? Two dogs. Two dogs. Two dogs had a a, 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 a talky. Um, yeah. A dress on the back of the bottle. It was, um, was it Beverage Brands? Yes, was the local that's right. Company that's right. They that did was, that, uh, did they? A kind of yeah. a pioneer. That was like a, a two or three year quick burst of uh, <laughs> those alcohol pops, wasn't it, for two dogs? Two dogs is, is, is almost the punchline to a very rude joke as well, but I'm not going to tell you. Okay. It, the punchline includes those two words. Okay. But I'm not going any further than that. I'm intrigued. So the young lads who played. Hat from uh, hats off to Jacob Wellington who started. Yep, I'm not wearing a hat, but I'm doing the uh, the universal hat off signal. <laughs> Kai Swan who came on. Yep. Thomas Chaste who came on as well. Yep. Charlie Wills and Harvey Coggins who had to be content with being on the bench. Yeah. But Charlie still... Wills, of course, is Kevin Wills' son. I didn't realise that. Yeah. Yeah. This is great. This is <coughs> there. There are dynasties building. Absolutely. Here, yeah. Um, uh, Kai, uh, Kai Swan plays. Decent level football for other people as well. So, uh, or is that a brother? No, that might be a brother as well. No, I think um, Torswan plays for Barnstable. Used to play for ba- uh, for Buckland. Okay. So that I can't be. I can't imagine there's too many Swans with two ends in it that aren't related. No, you're probably right. Um, and so I mean, you'd have just heard us talking to Gary about the youth players and the fact that they've really got to earn it if they're going mm. to get another place in the team. But well, I did think one or two of them might have. I did write the fact that you know, don't worry 
Um, Jacob Wellington, if you don't hear from the first team again for no. Lee Sharp, you know Lee Sharp made his really, debut. Yeah, I hadn't realised that. And then didn't play for the first team again for seven or seven or eight months or something. But he went on to star in Love Island. He did the pinnacle yeah. of his career. The first obviously. ever episode, first ever ever series when it was just celebrity. I know everything about that kind of thing. Was it just celebrities? First time? one was. Was yeah. it anybody else we've ever heard? It of got it? relaunched. Oh yeah, no, there was Paul Denain. There was that famous Paul Denain meltdown in it, which probably wouldn't wouldn't happen nowadays because they would have mm. uh, Jane, whatever her name was. She was a TV uh, children's TV presenter. Uh, yeah, there was quite a few. Okay. Yeah, quite a few people. big people. So. Love Island originally was a celebrity thing and it was about three or four seasons in and they dumped it and then they brought it back non-celebrity and that's when it took off. Oh, interesting. I'm glad we've got you to monitor reality I TV know. for us so I don't have to watch it. Exactly. I just, did exactly. you watch um, The Jungle one? The well, celebrity? funny enough, <laughs> funny you should say that, guy. Have I opened a can of worms? Funny, I uh, got about five or six episodes in and dumped it. Yeah. Just, it's done now, finished. Move so on. So you think it's how it's time? Yeah, yeah. Tired, tired format. Yeah, and I couldn't stand Nigel Farage either. Thought I'd tease that. <laughs> right back to the football. Um, it was good to hear Gary say after that Froome from game that he had a lump in his throat and a tear in his eye when he was talking yeah. to the young lads. I mean, he knows what it means to give the lads. Must have been a, a boiled debut. sweet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but to give lads a debut like that mm. and you know get them all involved. Callum Thomas again. We've forgotten him. Uh, he made his full debut. Yeah, ninety uh, minutes. He did. No, no. Yeah, no, he started, didn't he? But a full ninety minutes. Yeah, no, yeah. So I mean, he made his. He made his. He, they call it your debut if you come on, but it's a full debut if you start. Mm. So, um, yeah. Look, uh, I don't want to. Uh, having spoken to you about someone on the radio calling it a patched-up team on Radio yeah. Devon, uh, and I found that a bit disrespectful. I'm probably just about to do the same thing. I think his hand was forced to play that that yeah. team. Yeah. And he took a risk. And I write about that in the paper this week, that the risk he took was, imagine the, imagine the Ferrari if we'd lost 2-0 there at yeah. Frome. Uh, yeah. You can imagine what some of the Fruit. fans would have been thrown through, would have been writing. Um, but Aaron Downs said the week before, they'll play a team that they know can win the game. Yeah. And they were proved right. Yeah. And it, it did mean that he could give... Injured players, more time to get back. Players that are carrying injuries that play at the moment, mm -hmm. more time to have a rest. Yeah. And I'm thinking of people like Dean Moxie, because I'm, I'm sure he would have played if it had been, uh, you know, this weekend in a, in a National yeah. League game. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I think they judged it right. And mm. I think, you know, the, those young players came in and did a good job. Um, we, we, saw, we saw, didn't we, against um, uh, Weymouth, Callum Thomas being thrown into the deep end and you know swim very very well. Did fine. Uh, did absolutely lots fine. of lots of certificates that day. <laughs> um, but um, and then he can well, once you've done that, you know he's now he's now a, a possibility for every game. Yeah. Um, up mean, until now, he's been a you know, yeah. You've looked at it and gone, oh, he's only on the bench because we've only got four fit, four other fit players. But it wouldn't be a surprise this weekend against Hemel. To see Jake Wellington, Kai Swan, Thomas Chaste, possibly the fifth man on the bench. Yeah. Depending on how the injuries yeah. recover, um, they could well get a place on the Absolutely. bench. Absolutely. Might even get on. Um, and another tick in the box uh, from Froom Froom was Will Jenkins Davis. Yeah. Um, Wicked. A goal. He scored with his last touch for Torquay at Hemel Hempstead. Yeah. And with his first touch for Torquay... We think it's his first touch. I wasn't at the game. Gary said his first, first touch. 
in the interview afterwards. <laughs> Uh, he, he he said the second touch in the uh, in the interview today, so he, maybe he's, he's he's backtracking on that. But whatever, it it's doesn't close. matter. It's close. What, what, and, and if he scores with his first touch on Saturday, <clears throat> that's his first touch in a, a, a nation na- national league game as well, and it his is. last touch. It is, and Hemel will remember him well. Yeah, he was injured already in that Hemel game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's funny because that'll be Hemel and Hemel as well. I mean, it just, the stars aligned. I know, absolutely. I mean, I was at the Hemel game. I was at that game where we were 2-1 up mm. in the 85th minute. 84th, I think, 84th. Ross Marshall scored, yeah. Uh, and then chucked it away. Yeah. Really, really Very, very, away. very chucked it away. Really, really I remember really you texting something to me afterwards. Was there swearing in it? I think there might Yes, have there been. probably was. Yeah. Um, and you're usually so mild-mannered. I know, it wasn't, it was up until the 84th minute, it was a great afternoon. Yeah, I was really yeah. enjoying myself. And then everything, the floor fell out in the yeah. last few minutes. So let's not do that again Saturday. It's our first reverse fixture. Yeah, I didn't realise that. That's um, good. The first time we play a team again. Uh, Hemel is 16th <coughs> at the moment. Yeah. But as Aaron was saying, if they'd won uh, against Haven't Waterlooville last night. Yes, it was. They would have gone up to 9th. Uh, they would have gone up to 9th. However, I think, I think more interestingly, they didn't win against the team at bottom of the division. No. No. So that's interesting. Um, what they uh, they've of their last ten games, they've won three, drawn three, and lost four. Hemel. Okay. Uh, sorry, I make that lost five of their last eleven. Yeah. Factor in last night. Yeah. So they're on a kind of an average run. Yeah. Um, I'd like to think that um, it's a game that we can win on Saturday. The current yeah. run that we're on uh, depends who plays up front. It does. If Brad Ash is fit, I think Brad Ash is fit. I think he was I just rested. But he's played an awful lot of games yeah. and um, has done an awful lot of running. Finally found his shooting boots as well. Uh, if there was one thing you could, could criticise him slightly for during that awful lot of doing hard work was an awful lot of misses. Yeah. But yeah, um, he <clears throat> he's now scoring three, three and three games. Yeah. I was thinking, you know, are we getting close to uh, record territory? Carl which Airy is six, time, Carl Airy time. Um, I think... Uh, I need to have a look at the record books to see what games Carl Larry scored in because if they were all straight yeah. league games, then it was was it seven Carl Larry six six, I think. six. I think David Graham got to six as well, so it might have been seven. Yeah, yeah. The record is or there David Graham got to five. I know he got one away. I just remembered something else about the Froome game as well that I was going to tell you. I've forgotten what it was now. Froome Froome. Froome Froome. Never mind, it'll, it'll come back to me. Or it might not, but who knows. <coughs> yeah, so I mean, Hemel's a big game. Hopefully a better crowd for the Hemel game than we had the other Tuesday night. Yeah, Disappointing crowd for Weymouth. A, yeah, but the, I mean, when Weymouth can only bring 60 or 70, was it? Yeah, on a, yeah. I know it's a Tuesday night, but it's only Weymouth. Yeah. But, Are we really in this kind of territory where, you know... Those kind of figures come up. Yeah. yeah, I know, but from so close. Important game to win. You can understand it when it's Braintree on a Tuesday night. Do you know what I mean? It's twelve turn up. Yeah, I kind of understand that. Yeah. Don't when it's only seventy or whatever from Weymouth. And then of course on Tuesday, we've got uh, they finally get to play the away game at Taunton. Yeah. Then well, you you hope. <laughs> well, it depends, depends how much it rains. Yeah, exactly. We're both looking out the window. Yeah. Blue sky out there. Now. Uh, Taunton have only won one in their last eight. Yeah, they're fourteenth. They are. Uh, it's a that's a must-win game. Oh yeah, well they're, they're all must. They're all yeah, yeah. There's Look, anything to say. Um, I know Gary talked. And I think it might might have been after the, the the tape stopped rolling. 
<laughs> yes. I love the Drop image that, that conjures up. You, you're going to have a trilby hat with a press card <coughs> in it, aren't you, yep. for that? Um, yeah, and big cameras with flash bulbs exactly. on the top, yeah. Um, he, he said, oh, look, it's one, one game at a time. We really only... I mean, I know we, we know what's coming up, but it's really one game at a time. But if you look, right, we've got three games before Christmas. Mm-hmm. That's nine points. Yeah. We've got four games from Saturday to Boxing Day in 11 days. Yeah, that's a big that's ask, That's 12 points. Yeah. yeah. And then if you include the 30th, which is Truro, mm-hmm. that's five games before the end of the year. That's 15 points available before the end of the year against teams we can beat. And that... With that's the- a big 15 points. If we can start 2024 with, with that amount of points on top of what we've got already, we'll be in good... We will. The gap, the gap to Yeovil is down to nine points. Yeah. We're all looking at it. Gary says he isn't yeah. looking at it, but you know, it's just that they, they were, as Dave Thomas said during the conference just now, they were romping away yeah. at the top and they're not romping. The anymore. glovers were off, but now the gloves are off. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah, I like that. You could use that. Um, yeah. I, and I mean, the Taunton game, is, is winnable. Yeah, absolutely. And so are the two Truro games. Yeah. There'll be a big contingent. And so is Hemel Hempstead. Yeah. And what's the other one? There's another one in there somewhere. Uh, uh, Chelmsford, Chelmsford City. Oh, yeah, away at Chelmsford. That'd be tricky. That's tricky. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they weren't all that when they came to play more, but on their own pitch. Listen, when he said all that, he did that that kind of like... All that. All that. Yeah, yeah. Like an, just like an Instagram influence. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, Taunton have got Dan Lavercombe. Goalkeeper. Of course they have, yeah. They've got Lloyd James, yeah, the 1950s bin man. Yeah. They've got Matt Villis as assistant manager. Yeah. I thought he was in Busted or something. Uh, that was Matt... Oh, no. Matt Willis. Matt Willis. <laughs> oh, very good. They've got a very... Very good. They've got a very interesting character there as well who doesn't seem to be playing at the moment. They've got a lad called Nick Makuti. Okay. I just had a look on their webpage. He's 35 years old. Yeah. And he looks as if he's played for almost every club in the Somerset, Bristol area. He started off at Bristol City. Yeah. Then he went to Yate Town. (coughs) Yeah. Then he first joined Taunton in January 2009. Okay. And then he went to Bridgewater. Then he went to Cinderford. Then he went to Paulton Rovers. Then Bath City. Then Chippenham. Then Western Supermare. And then back to Taunton. He's like a pinball. <laughs> it's like a pinball. <laughs> um, I imagine, I don't know, I imagine he's a bit of a hero up there. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I, I hope we see him on Tuesday night because those are the kind of players that you love to see in yeah. a game like this. And he's probably the kind of player who will infuriate away fans and endear himself to home fans. The kind of guy you want in your team. Yeah, but exactly. But you don't want in anybody else's. Yeah, exactly. But Nick Makuti, if he plays, keep an eye out for him. Good stuff. The FA Trophy draw. Yeah. Oh, I love that FA Trophy draw. Do you? I love playing against Hereford. Uh, my mate Paul lives in Hereford, so it gave me a chance to go up and, and have a pint before the game. I, I get confused with Hereford. Are they the same Hereford or are they a new Hereford? They're or a they, new Hereford. They're a new Hereford, but, they were, Hereford, but aren't they also the Phoenix Hereford that came back into the league and then dropped back out again? Uh, no. no. They no. come so all they, the way So up. they're not the Hereford that went up in 2009 or something back into the league. With Connor Washington playing for him. No, they were f- this this Hereford were founded in two thousand and fourteen. Right. Okay. Okay. So they are a brand new Hereford. The last time we played up there, I think that might be the third Hereford. I think it could be. Yeah. You might be right. Uh, January the thirteenth, we got there in the FA Trophy. The last time we played up there was the fifth of May, twenty twelve. Okay. 
it was a huge game for both teams um, because theoretically Chalky had a slim chance of promotion and Hereford had to win and Barnet lose right. to stay up. Okay. Uh, and Hereford won. Okay. Uh, they, if I remember rightly, they went 3-0 up uh, because we were standing in that rather primitive terrace yep. behind yep. the goal at Edgar Street. Primitive, but I love it. It's just it's just a ground that oozes character. We got it back to 3-2. Ryan Jarvis scored. Okay. And Taiwo Atieno yep. scored. Uh, but we couldn't win the game. So our slim chance of promotion went. And because Barnet won at Burton, Hereford were relegated. Right. So both sets of fans okay, were of absolutely yeah. gutted at the end of the game. Yeah. Despite the fact it had actually been quite a good game. <clears throat> okay. They flooded the pitch beforehand. I think they had a problem with the sprinklers, if I remember rightly. Oh, the and it went too mad. was absolutely drenched oh, before wow. the game. So it was it was a strange kind of a game, but um, that was the last time we were there. Over the years, we've played them fifty nine. I was going to say, I mean, they were they were kind of one of those teams that was in the same division as us quite a lot in the sort of seventies, eighties. In the eighties and nineties, I think we always played them three times a season. Yeah. We play them in the league, and we'd always get them in the Sherpa or the or the, or the, or the league, league cup, cup or the yeah. FA Cup, the Milk Cup, the Milk Cup. Whatever happened to the Simod Cup? Yeah. That was the championship teams, wasn't it? In the Simod Cup? I don't remember. I remember the name. I don't remember what the makeup was. The Watney Cup is the one they ought to bring back. Yeah. From the 70s. That was the top was scoring what? teams in... Oh, was that how it was? Yeah. Was that yeah, a beer? Together. Watney. Yeah. Yeah. It was a pre-season tournament. And there was just all the games finished like four three or five four <laughs> and stuff like that. It was fantastic. Cups we have known and loved. So yeah, Hereford they, they were founded in two thousand and fourteen. Yeah. The current Hereford yeah. FC and they started in the Midland Football League, mm -hmm. which presumably is on a par with the Southern League or something like it that. It would be yeah yeah. So, I mean it, it, it's changed now. I think I think there's a Midland division of the Southern League nowadays. Okay. But um, yeah. Midland football, and they're now sixth in National League North, so they're kind of on a. I know actually, it might well be closer to the Western League level than a yeah, Man, but they be. they've climbed. They've climbed. They're they're on a, on a par with us now. They're yeah. sixth in National League North. Yeah, so that'll be a great game. I hope yeah. we take a lot of fans, even though it's an FA Trophy game. I'm definitely going to be there because I'm going to have a pint with my mate Paul. Oh yeah, I am. Yeah. You're going all the way to Hereford. Going to Hereford. Uh, I if there's a supporters coach going, which I'm sure there will be. Probably go on that. What load of balls? <laughs> yeah. They used to have a parade of bull on the pitch. Yeah, I know. Yeah, the, the badge is still one, one big bull's it face. Is. It is, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Edgar Street. I love Edgar Street. As away trips go, that's one of the ones yeah. I like the best. So looking forward to yeah, it. Yeah, that's going to be good. And that's the last 32. So we're getting close now. We are. And of course, <clears> that's the same day that Brixham play at dun, dun, North dun. Greenford. North Greenford, the parakeets. The parakeets. And the Wellington family yeah. will have everything yeah. crossed mm. for that one. And of course, Dad plays walking football for Torquay United. Does he? It's a dynasty, I tell you. Oh. I tells you. Oh. Um, Julian's been keeping tabs on us for uh, a, a lot of uh, the non-league Thank you, Julian. Goals. Uh, Lloyd James scored for Taunton. He reports Ricky Aguiar scored again for Worthing. He scored against us, didn't he? Yeah. Earlier in the season. Of course he did. Ashley Hemmings got three for Kidderminster wow. against Starbridge. He's still going. Still going. Louis Britton got two for Malden and Tiptree. Oh, why is he playing in a 3-2 defeat he against Witton Town? Oh, Although he wasn't with us for long, was he? 
Well, didn't he score? No, he, no he, 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 score? he put one over the crossbar Yeah. with a brilliant strike in the first game for us. And we all thought, here we go. He's good. And then he got recalled quite quickly, didn't he? Or something. And Mo Toure, who we had briefly on yeah. loan and who turned up at Newport County last season or the season uh, before. I was thinking of Newport when I was thinking of uh, Hereford earlier on. Welsh team. Welsh team. Welsh team. They're Welsh, aren't they? They're Welsh, Hereford. I thought it's in the marches, isn't it, Hereford? Yeah. Uh, Mo Toure scored one for Warrington Rylands. Okay. They beat Stafford Rangers 7-2. Do they, do they dress as Ryland? Ryland Clark? <laughs> do they play like... That would be brilliant. All exaggerated and... With big teeth. Yeah. Yeah, like that. Uh, they, they, you know uh, you're everywhere. <laughs> they are owned by a millionaire agent and he's okay. ploughing some money into Warrington Rylands. So they might be worth the Warrington. <laughs> can't be cool that. <laughs> Do you think they deliver cars to you? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, keep an eye out for the Warrington. <laughs> it sounds like a terrifying dream. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be coming up through the leagues. <laughs> Julian also points out this is interesting. The four clubs promoted to the National League from yeah. South and North are in the bottom four places. Are they? Ebbsfleet, Oxford City, Kidderminster and Fylde. Oh, that's the interesting. The bottom four teams in the yeah. National League. And the four clubs relegated, Scunthorpe are top of National League North, yeah. Yeovil are top of National League South, Maidstone and Torquay second and fourth. Yeah, interesting. It is interesting. Yeah. I'm not quite sure what it proves, but it's interesting. <coughs> well, one proves that there's a gap, one proves there's no gap. <laughs> but the, for the four clubs to go up to all be sat there in yeah, the bottom Yeah, that would be strange if it was a complete reversal at the end of the season. Isn't it? But it can't be a complete... Well, it could be... No, it can't be because only two can go up from south. But. Mm. Yeah, that's true. <coughs> um, yeah, they would jiggle the number. No, they can't. They no, can't. No, Actually, yeah. no, you're right. It's only because three went into the south and one yeah. went into them and they switched someone up, didn't they? So, unless you have any other business... See, I've been in a lot of council meetings this week. You sound like you've been having a whale of a time. Unless there's any other business... Uh, Palm trees? Talk about palm trees? Talk about palm yeah. trees. That was an interesting story. Yeah. I'm very happy to have been the person who broke that story first on Monday, but it's gone everywhere. It's in the Guardian today, guys. Yeah. yeah. Well, it started It started on that laptop over there. Oh, can I touch it? You can. It's the, the laptop <laughs> the, um, that started the palm trees. Uh, you know, I don't want to get political, but what were they thinking? What were they thinking? Yeah. I mean, not necessarily if they had to cut them down because of, of rotting cores or whatever. I mean, <laughs> rotten cores, councils, eh? The court. <laughs> um, but they should have just talked to people. They should have just let there people know There is a Torquay United connection as well, because that garden used to be on the front of the programme. It did, yes, Back you're in the right. 60s, yeah, there was yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of sort of blue-tinted yeah. photograph of that garden. We can start something now, actually. I, ha I had the, the idea in the, driving the car back uh, from training. You walked to training, which was very I great, because it started raining, didn't it? It did, yeah. <laughs> I was soaked when I got yeah. there, but never mind. Um, that we should, we should get Gordon Oliver's uh, pineapple... Uh, the pineapple palm big pineapple yeah. palm tree that was once in the middle of uh, that roundabout and is now outside Sainsbury's and plonk it right in the middle of the garden of the gardens as a new centrepiece I think I think it'd be worth more there than it is where it is right now I think you're probably right yeah start it well, let's start the campaign yeah I did quite enjoy when that palm tree of Gordon Oliver's was first in the headlines yes. which we might have been responsible for as well and it was in the middle of that roundabout surrounded by gravel at the bottom of Hamlin Way 
and somebody went out and put a quite a large effigy of SpongeBob SquarePants yeah. next to it. Yeah. And it, that lasted for about a week. It was it was good. Nice. Was it you? Nice it was not me. Was it Jim? <laughs> I went out and took a photograph of it though, just yeah, in case good. it didn't last good. very long. So somewhere I've got a picture of the uh, SpongeBob SquarePants <laughs> on there. But we we've digress. digressed. We've yeah, digressed. we have. Yeah. It's that kind of time of the year, isn't it? Uh, next week, I think we will be doing quiz ball. Okay. I say I think because I haven't checked that our um, our third member who needs to be quizzed yep. uh, is available. But yep. I will check. Yep. Uh, because that'll be our last podcast before Christmas. Yeah, I've never really thought thought, thought about when the podcasts fall, but I don't uh, think we we'll break? pod between Christmas and New Year. So we'll we'll have that off, shall we? And then we'll pod again in the new year. Yeah, we'll with, have with, a lot with of fifteen about. points more. We will, yeah. but we will be back next week. With three points for more, absolutely certain. Six points more. Oh, this time of next course. Week. Yeah. Two games: yeah. Hemel Hempstead and Taunton. Taunton. Yeah. Plenty to talk about. More press conferences. Yeah, I might have got over my cold. I might not be feeling so sorry for myself and my column. <laughs> You, you know. look a bit more chipper than I was expecting this morning. Uh, uh, if you'd sent me yesterday, Guy, I wasn't coming yesterday. Not good, absolutely. Well, there you go. I'm glad you made it. Glad you yeah. listened. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. Um, come and have a chat with us at Playmore if you see us Say on hello. Saturday. Tell us what you like about the pod, what you don't like about the pod, and we'll wish you a Merry Christmas. And we in will. the meantime, we'll finish as we always do. Come, come on, on, you yellows. Come on, you yellows. Flying high below the Wembley archway sky today. Come on, you yellows. The fellow fight for.